0: Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. I'm Tammy Brown, and together my husband Matt and I founded Sandals Church with the vision of helping people to be real with themselves, God, and others. Out of that vision came a personal burden to inspire and challenge women to cultivate kindness towards one another. My heart for Cultivate is to come alongside women so that we can grow spiritually wise, relationally kind, emotionally healthy, and connected in community. This podcast is my way of inviting you to join me for real conversations about what God's Word has to say and what it looks like for us, real women, to cultivate it into our everyday lives. Always keeping in mind that we might not be where we want to be, but if we pursue this we won't be where we were. Okay, you guys, we are going to continue the conversation on gatekeeping and what it looks like to culti- cultivate that into your lives. And today I have my partner in crime, Melody. Yeah. She's Hi. actually She'll do the heist for me, actually. Okay, but also right. we're super excited to have Vivi Diaz, who is on our teaching team here at Cultivate. She is one of the youth leads for Sandals Church and just someone whose voice that we really... Um, respect and wanted to get her perspective. And so we're going to talk today about gatekeeping our emotional health. And when I think about gatekeeping our emotional health, I think what I think about is actually how I do this so wrong. So we're just going to start with that. But I think I'm not a good gatekeeper over my emotional health. Mm -hmm. I give things way too much power or energy or time or space in my head. And then I become an emotional wreck. And then I'm a monster to my husband and my children over someone that's like four or five layers removed from my life. (laughs) Um, But I let them in. emotionally and I act like it's not my fault Mm. or I have no say you know and so I for me I think gatekeeping my emotional health has been really a weakness I've had over the years I say that I'm 47 now and I think I'm just starting to pave some way there which is embarrassing (laughs) safe space (laughs) this is safe among friends here but it's just us um, no one else
1: is hearing it (laughs) I think so when it comes,
0: like when, when you're thinking of your emotional health, I think for protecting your own peace, which might be first and foremost, your own personal peace. Um, but you know, what does that look like in your world? Like peace with your husband and your kids or your friends or your roommates? Um, because when we're a mess, we spill out onto those closest to us. So when it, what, what is protecting your, um, your emotional peace look like mm. for both of you guys? Who wants to go first?
1: She looked at you first, Melody.
2: <laughs> you know, it's interesting. When, a couple of years ago in Cultivate, we did that whole study on the emotionally healthy woman. And um, I remember reading that book going, is this really okay? Like, is it really- <laughs> is it okay I just to re-listened to that to last night. <laughs>
0: like,
2: but because I grew up in church world, oh, yeah. it was like, don't ever say, or don't ever do, or don't ever act like, and I got really good at playing the part that I was supposed to play mm-hmm. as a pastor's daughter and then a pastor's wife. No, I'm good, I'm good. But when we read that book and we started like processing, like what this looks like, I realized when, what we talked about when we did that study was it's it is healthy to pursue emotional health yeah. and it's not unkind to do it. Because some of the things in the book that we read about were like, "Oh, that felt. Like if I say no to going to that, that makes me unkind. Yeah, And it's like, no, it actually makes me healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, we've We've talked before about when we say yes to something, we're saying no to something else. And man, when I started to embrace that and realize what energy is this going to take? what mm-hmm. is what kind of toll is this going to take on me, on my family, on my soul, on my heart? I have to weigh those things carefully before I give an answer. Um, And it was kind of giving myself permission to look after myself.
1: Mm -hmm. That's good. Mm -hmm.
2: And I'm like, that's what I'm supposed to do. Like I'm a steward of, I, we don't think often about giving an account for our life one day, which we're mm. all going to do. We Whoa. think about it like, yeah, here's what I did. Here's the people that I led yeah. to Christ. Here's people. But how did you take care of what I gave you to steward your heart mm-hmm. and your mind and mm-hmm. your body and your soul? And I, late in the game, I've started to pay attention to that. But the good news is, You're 27. It's not too late for anybody. Vivi,
1: do it. Be better than us. (laughs) I'm like taking notes on my computer. You guys think I have notes. I'm taking notes. I'll
0: send you all these.
1: (laughs) No, I think that's so, you know, Tammy, even just how you prefaced it, like one, protecting our own emotional health. Mm -hmm. I think that's so, so good. And that idea of control as well. Because I think for me, I probably resonate more with you of, no, I'm great at protecting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, definitely pointing to Melody. Eight. Uh, yeah. Well, and even to talk Enneagram, like I am a high A, So typically for me, it's like, I don't have feelings. Like you're good. <laughs> like suck it up, you know? And normally I'm like, yeah, I'm not (laughs) phased. Yeah. But then I'm also a high four. And my high four is like, but wait, like we're here. You feel deeply. And then my eight's like, shut up. You know, (laughs) that's how I live my life. Mm -hmm. Um, Vivi's
2: inner monologue. We're getting like a first row
1: glimpse
0: into. (laughs) Tell us
1: more about that, Vivi. (laughs) (laughs) um,
3: Sorry,
0: everyone listening. Now we're counseling.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh man. Yeah. But this last year, I think has been so huge for me in regards to emotional health because- I think for a long time, um, you know, I was in survival mode. Like that for me, the issue wasn't, oh, I'm letting my emotions control me. It's, I didn't let my emotions have a voice. Mm. And that's something that I think, you know, a couple of years ago, someone told me, God has wired us that way. Mm -hmm. And in a sense that that's even part of how God says, like, "No, no, no, listen to me. Like there's something there. And I think for someone like myself, it was a really hard thing to embrace that and learn. Cause honestly, for me, it was, I don't trust my feelings. You know, Mm. I I like lean so far on that side of the spectrum. But this last year, something that's just been so huge is at the end of my life, when I do stand before the Lord, I don't want to be the person that's nothing phased me, God. Like I, I was... That was it. I was composed. Like, where in Scripture does it talk about that? Yeah. It actually talks about how God hates the proud. Mm -hmm. God hates the haughty spirit. Like, I think Pastor Matt mentioned that a couple weeks ago as well. Sorry, my headphones. Um, But something that I've, like, really tried to lean into is, but what Scripture does say is God does delight in the brokenhearted. Mm. God does draw near (sighs) to the broken spirit. I was
0: feeling really bad right now It's like, I actually envy people who are unfazed, but then you're like, God does the light and the broken heart. I'm like, that's and basically like, me all the time. So I'm winning. And there's, there's so and that I... balance though. <laughs> you're like, so I'm winning. You but... eights want to win, but I'm actually the winner here because I am the mess.
1: So. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the thing though. Like you mentioned it, giving yourself permission. Like, I think I've really had to do that as well. Like for me, you know, I, I a feeling I often have, like a lie that I often believe, is no one has my back. Mm. You know, like I'm I'm on my own, and if I don't have my back, like Dude, no one's we got. We have it.
0: your back so bad. You need. I'm, we're saying it right now for everyone here. You know, Melody and I. Oh gosh. Yes. Wow. I feel empowered. Impa-
1: I feel like a new woman.
2: <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Hello, 27.
0: <laughs> One of the Anyways. things when, um, no, I love hearing you say that, Viv. And I think, you know, I think what's so special about you with me, I know Mel feels this way, is the same way of just, um, I do love the relationship that we have because we do, we're different has in the relationship like I am older than you in case you didn't know because you're like oh she's so young and cool no I'm not but I appreciate you thinking that (laughs) but I think that one of the things that's so valuable is um our relationship together Mm, you know like that you're 27 years old and you have spoken into my life Mm. um things that have mattered to me I've come to you with, with things that matter to me, and you've stewarded those so so well, and vice versa. Whereas, you're always very um, open to listen when I speak into yours, and I think that that's what I look I long to see more in women.
2: Yeah. Instead yeah.
0: of just people pairing up with their friends, you know, I consider you a friend, and also you're some of my daughter's best friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and it's different, and we understand how that's different, but it's so important that I'm hearing from you. Like, no, here also, I mean, and keeping me cool with everything that's more relevant, but I think it's so important. And I think we, we have that relationship that yeah. I want to see happening more and more with women mm-hmm. is I am a lot older. You are a lot younger than me, but we have something so great to offer. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like you are so good at honoring. Like, it's one of the things I think you've done so well. You honor me, you honor just my position here at sandals church but also you're not afraid to say but i also think you need to hear this perspective and i'm open to hearing it and i just i love that Mm. about you and so i'm so glad you're here i know melody feels the same thing i don't know why i'm talking about
1: that total tangent but i think that's good though because i you know you the question you asked was how do we manage it Mm -hmm. i think inviting other people to speak into my emotions the right people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah
3: when
0: Melody and I last conversation (laughs) talked about um, emotional or gatekeeping and relationships, and that's a key component. But I think the thing I want to talk about, and again, all of this conversation, all the month of March of this year that we're having is on gatekeeping. And the idea that as women, we have so much more say and responsibility into our lives than I think we're Mm -hmm. taking responsibility for. But how do you guys order Part of that for emotional health is ordering pri- ordering your priorities. Mm. I get this so wrong where I will say yes to everything and then be exhausted because I did the things I wanted to do. And now there's nothing left or time and I didn't get done what I needed mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Then I'm anxious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. When I'm anxious, my emotional health is in ruins. Yep. And I think women sometimes, maybe that's the idea of, you know, We do all this other stuff and then we're like, but I'm tired or I'm I'm stressed out. Well, you stress because you said yes to 10 things you shouldn't have said yes to Mm -hmm. that you wanted to do, but you didn't do what you needed to do. So what are your thoughts on that about like what it looks like to, and the value of ordering your priorities, which includes not just fun Mm -hmm. (laughs) to the world listening and not just friendships, but there are the things you have to get done in life, Sure, but then also the things that your health yeah. Yeah. And your sleep mm-hmm. and time, like you, Mel, you referenced the emotionally healthy woman. It talks in there about doing the things that bring you joy. joy.
2: Yes. You mm-hmm. know?
0: And so when it comes to ordering your priorities and then fighting for them, mm-hmm. I think this is where I see women who are anxious, stressed out, um just miserable women and they're like, well, I'm just, yeah. But also what are you saying yes to? What are you being intentional about? How are you guarding? And what's are, are the things that are priorities to you, a pri- priority Actually to you? you. Yeah. 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 So what's your thoughts on that? Well,
2: I think this is what something every woman needs to hear. Remember, write down. And, and I'm not trying to even be prideful when I say okay, it, but I have
0: a blank page. Over.
2: <laughs> your body is keeping
0: score. Your body- I had to read that book in counseling. counseling.
2: (laughs) I didn't even know it was a book. I'm not even trying to take credit for writing a book. I'm just telling you, at 42 years old, your body is keeping score. Mm -hmm. Your emotions that you think you have in check- (laughs) <laughs> your body's laughing at you. You don't. <laughs> and in your twenties, maybe it shows up in your skin. Maybe in you older, it shows shows up in your joints. It shows up, and so fighting for your priorities looks like. And I'm and I'm starting to have this conversation now with with my own teenagers because I'm like, I wish someone was saying this to me when oh, I yeah. was seventeen. I wish I was paying Would you attention have listened, though regardless of that i just feel like but this is your body's keeping score Mm -hmm. and so um some of the things that i've started to do is i'm asking myself at the end of every day what did i do for myself today that made me better Mm. made me better made me wiser Mm, made me more productive uh, made me kinder uh, made me gentler made me um Healthier, healthier, all all of those things. Like, what did I do today that made me better? And when I look at how I spent my time, and listen, sometimes you know what that means for me? (laughs) It means sometimes for me, I watched a movie and ate peanut butter <laughs> like because I just needed to like I needed to check out like you just my, needed
0: to watch a movie and eat some peanut yeah. butter yeah you don't have to explain yourself that's <laughs> not
2: bad that's not unhealthy like I needed to do that yeah. because I run at a really fast yeah. pace all the time and both of you do <laughs> so it's good to go I'm I'm detaching today, Mm -hmm. I'm disconnecting, I'm gonna lay down, I'm gonna relax. Um, I've gotten to a place now where I get outside almost every day Mm -hmm. um, as often as I can, because that's good for me, it's good for my mind, it's good Mm -hmm. for my heart. So for every woman out there who thinks you running at the pace you're running is like somehow good. And by the way, the problem with us a lot of times is, our stress makes us feel significant. Hmm. So we keep we keep ourselves in stress because we like to feel significant. I am so busy. Right. I can't. I'm so and like you could just stop doing one or two or three things. And you wouldn't feel stressed, Mm -hmm. but then you'd feel insignificant. Mm -hmm. So you need to visit whatever's going on there. But that's just the reality that if we don't kind of go, what are our priorities? What am I doing that's making me better? We are succumbing to what's happening to us. And whatever's happening to us emotionally is happening to us physically physically. Oh, yeah. and we've got to pay attention. And I am no health guru because you guys know my love affair with tacos.
0: <laughs> just need to put that out there. I it's so true. And that's what I think again, I'm the oldest out of all of us sitting here. But that's what I'm feeling like I'm feeling like when I don't make good choices or if I'm not intentional, um my life owns me and I don't oh, own God. it. And then I have days where I'm just like I might hurt physically. Yeah. Um, I get sicker quicker, but I, I think in this regard, my emotions are just a mess. And so I think when I'm not taking good care of myself or here's the thing is when I'm spinning. here's the thing. I said that twice. Sorry, everyone listening. Not that means pro- not, really we're lucid. not professionals here. Here's the uh. thing twice. <laughs> <laughs> COVID 2020 was an interesting year for Matt and I because we went almost through a period of time where it felt anxious to not be anxious, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. We were running at a pace. I mean, Matt was speaking five or six, sometimes seven times a week. On top of preparing his message, leading the staff, being a dad to three, being a husband, like we just, we were living both of us at a pace that was not normal. And Mm -hmm. then that stopped. And it was, it was very disjoining to sort of figure out like how to be what I think would have been healthy and normal Mm. and to go, we weren't healthy and normal, but we were like, look at like all this stuff is happening. We have to be everywhere and all things to all people. And then you're not. And so it was an interesting year to figure out how we're managing your time. And even as we're opening back up, if you will, the things, I feel like we're saying no to so much more things. Yeah. Like opportunities or even like events or like it's this party because we're just like we've learned that we just can't mm-hmm. go back to the way we were living because we were
1: not emotionally healthy yep. yeah yeah well, me, in-
0: me more than that
1: obviously <laughs> <laughs> well so much is this internal external like you know just because i'm a high eight or high four or whatever doesn't mean i don't get emotionally sideways i do and i i honestly have this checklist in my head of like you know, those days where I am just in my field and we know we all been there, um, whether we have reason or not. Mm-hmm. I, I ask myself like, OK, well, how did I sleep last night?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Did I get enough sleep? Uh, how much water have I been drinking today? Mm-hmm. Have I been outside? Did I exercise? You sound like what you're body? doing now is me talking to my kids every single day. <laughs> those well, questions and, that you're asking. It's <laughs> fascinating, though, because I, I mean, I work with teenagers, too. And it's not just teenagers. It's anyone. You it's, know, it's yeah, a it's different all, excuse. Yeah. But the teenagers, it's like. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just really anxious all the time, and I'm like, cool, 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 cool. So, how many hours of TikTok did you spend last night? Come on, you know, like <sighs>
0: that was too real. I'm
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry that one hit, but you know what? That's not
0: teenagers. Right. You know how many women passion. my age are on TikTok all the time? Yeah. they are, and they're starting to talk to me in real life. Like they would do a TikTok video, and I'm like, I don't, no cap, I don't know. No. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. See, I don't even know what that means. Period. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am. Sorry my I'm not on TikTok, but. <laughs> Me either, but I'm I've got period. kids who are. It, 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 I mean, there are studies that have proven this. It's ridiculous to say it's an idea now that our screen time is directly connected to our emotional health. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And that's one of the gatekeeping things I think that women need to really think about yeah. is. Um, if you're if your emotional health, if you are running on ten on anxiety and you're not at least considering the effect that your screen time is having on you, you're not being real yeah. well with yourself. Yeah. Well, or others are gone. And I, I mean
2: <laughs> Or
1: others are God. You know you you're know. not living out the vision at all. Yeah. <laughs> so turn this off. Just <laughs> no, I think too, I felt really convicted. Honestly, probably at like 24, where I was like, I am single. I don't have kids. I'm not married. If I can't get my crap together now, and by crap together, I don't really mean crap together because who actually Melody has says that?
0: that bad words all the time. You're fine, Vivi.
1: Oh, I wasn't <laughs> apologizing for <laughs>
0: Oh, sorry. Crap. I, thought, I thought that's where you're going with that. I just wanted to let you know that but, Mel- There's my sins <laughs> out there
2: for consumption. <laughs> I was apologizing for having these together because oh, that's oh, a no.
1: lie too. But the thought of, these are disciplines- Mm-hmm. And it's not just a matter of like, oh, like let's women empowerment. No, like this is who God calls us to be. Mm-hmm. God says, discipline ourselves. God says, fix your thoughts, not on things here, but on uh-huh. things above. Like there's no one to blame except for us. And you can say, woe is me, or you can really tap into Nope. the spirit of God dwells within me so that I can live different, so mm-hmm. that I can be different. And I just felt really convicted of just like, what am I doing with the time that I have? Mm. And not just as it affects me now, but truthfully, I mean, how Melody said it earlier, like, what did you say? Your body keeps score? Yeah. And and apparently like- that's a book that I didn't write. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mic drop. Um, But yeah, that's just something that really hit me. I Mm want to just establish these disciplines in my life now. And I've I've been trying. And I think what's cool is whether it be things that I've said no to, um, you know, I said I'm 27, like I'm still in my 20s. How fun. Whether it be things that I say no to or even just not feeling like I have to be with everyone all the time my life feels so much more filled and rich. And at the end of the day, I don't want to just have fun. I want to live a filled life, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and that for sure does not come with like being at all the things or not prioritizing well, like Sabbath thing has been a huge thing for me this last year. Mm-hmm. And I think even the thing that got me to do that was to stop feeling like I'm over spiritualizing everything but to take my faith as serious as mm. I say it is, mm-hmm. but it's like, do my actions show that honestly well,
0: before? No. I love what you just said about not being at all the things because I'm convinced that being all the things actually is detrimental to our emotional health. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. But but that's where we don't, act, we act like we're not a gatekeeper mm-hmm. because we get FOMO. We want to be left out. We're afraid we won't get picked. So we're every single thing. And then we're a mess like we were forced yeah. to be at every single thing. Or we compare ourselves
2: to people who are, and we go, what's wrong with me that I can't live that way and feel joyful and all that stuff, when we don't know that those other people are. Oh, Maybe right. they're not good gatekeepers. Uh-huh. Maybe they're not good role models on how we should actually be doing this.
0: Ooh, there's a thought. <laughs> but also, good. here's the thing. We don't know what we don't know. Also, very <laughs> deep. I was like, this month, been saying a lot of things. But we don't know what's really going on. Here's what we do know. Most people, what we're seeing on Instagram is not what's happening in real life. I just had this conversation with a young adult and she was talking about someone she's ministering to. And she's like, no, they're a wreck and their relationship is at risk. And this is going on in the family. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just saw them on Instagram. She's like, you saw them on Instagram. So you believed it. I'm like, Oh, yeah.
1: Wow. You know,
0: and so I think that that's something we all know is true. Like that's such a highlight reel or it's a reel we're wanting people to believe because yeah. we're trying to get to a position to monetize our life or something yeah. like that. But our, our emotional health in that way of be having to beat all the things, which is what's so interesting to me. Like I keep thinking like, what if the Antichrist is a person? What if it's social media? <laughs> Obviously, you guys are laughing, but I'm straight face. Like <laughs> it could be. Obviously, I don't really think that. A but stay with me for a second. <laughs> because here's the thing: I'm I the just, young person I,
1: in the room not laughing. <laughs>
0: she knows it's true. I do. She, <laughs> she has her mind more than we do. But here's the thing: is that it's distracting us. Mm-hmm. It's it's causing us to to. Compare in ways we didn't used to, to pretend in ways we didn't used to, um, to believe, to lie, to yeah. live a
1: lie, to think we're connected but not. Okay,
0: that that is yeah, that's huge. It, yeah, it's it's created such a weird life that's not life, mm-hmm. and our our emotions don't know how to live in the tension of that. Is what I Ooh, think. That's yeah, good. it's just that it's like, well, here's real life, but here's what I'm seeing more. More than I'm actually, for some people, seeing real life. And I just, I don't think our soul and our spirit and our, like, we they don't, it doesn't know how to balance the lie with the truth. Yeah. yeah. And so what's happening? We're emotional wrecks. But here's the thing. We have say in that. And it's really hard. Like, I took a month off Instagram. I I would scroll my phone when it wasn't even on. Like, why is my thumb scroll? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're addicts. It's, yes. it's why yeah. they call us users. And so pretending that we don't have a say or like i'm so here and i i mean this is a conversation that i don't want to get super into but i i want to dig- hit on is i'm not saying that like some people who have really like their emotional health is just out of whack and they mm. need medical help. I, I don't want, we're not doctors, so we don't need to go down that path. But I am saying that I don't think everybody with emotional health issues needs medication. And this is where the gatekeeping can come in. Mm-hmm. You know great. what I'm yeah. saying? And that
1: comes from the seriousness of what emotional health is. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and so that's why I'm I just want to urge anyone listening of to take some stock in mm-hmm. What is what is your life looks like? How much time are you spending on screens versus spending with God, spending with people, spending, yeah. exercising, and and ta- making sure that you're healthy? Yep. And I think that our emotional health in some weird way right now, I could be wrong. Again, I said this a few weeks ago, but like, who cares what we're saying today? But also... <laughs> I think that emotional health has sort of become like a like a Twitter trend right mm-hmm. now. In one way, like there's so much emphasis on it, but in another way, it's still our our least prioritized thing. Mm-hmm. Meaning that uh-huh. we're we're not we're like talking about it, but, but what are we anything. doing yeah. about yeah. it? Outside. outside, you know what I mean? So there, there's something there. I don't know what it is. I'm not a doctor. Right. <laughs> but there is something there of how are we spending our time? The Bible says take every thought captive. I actually have that verse. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing is we act like we have no control of our thoughts right. with that. Okay. And so I, that is one of the disciplines that I'm working on so hard right now at 47. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have worked on in my 20s and yeah. more in my 30s. Is just because you have a thought doesn't mean it's true. Ugh. Yeah. I don't think that's the world we're living in. And just I think because
2: you a, have a thought doesn't mean you have to chase it, entertain it, dwell on it, share it, nourish it, share it, no, I was going to say, yeah, feed it, yeah, grow it. Tell it to every single uh person you know. Put it on social media.
0: (laughs) Right. But I think that that we don't maybe hold ourselves accountable enough for how much— yeah. we have to do with our thought yeah. life. I'm not saying you can control every thought that comes into your mind, but we do have some control yeah, on what we do. we do with it, where we go with it. The same with feelings. I think every feeling we have doesn't need to be believed. Mm-hmm. I feel things all okay. the time. Like I could feel like, you don't love me. Like you. I do love, you know, like there's a lot of feelings. And so I think the taking every thought captive is such an important part of gatekeeping our emotional health. Yeah. I think that's why it's in the Bible. I think they knew it then because we would need to know it right. now. And so I don't know. The emotional health piece of this is just so important, but I don't think it's it stands alone. Mm-hmm. I think we've already talked about our spiritual health, mm-hmm. and I I think obviously we we're all believers here, but you can't dis, you can't have one without the other. That's yeah, good. we're not emotionally healthy if we're not spiritually healthy. Yeah, so
1: good. well, even what you said, like the idea of taking our thoughts captive. Great idea, I'm for it, but what does that actually look like? I'm Mm -hmm. sure people listening are probably thinking like, okay, sounds great, but how do I do that? Mm -hmm. And that's where I think even, you know, I've found myself, it's scripture. Like Philippians chapter four is one of my favorites. I don't care how cliche it is, but it's, yeah, don't worry, don't be anxious, pray, great. Think about things that are true. Mm-hmm. Think about things that are lovely, pure, admirable. Like That's the verse I should have had. <laughs> I got you. Um, but it's because it's, it, it is hard. You know, it's hard, but it's not impossible. Like that's where like what God is in our lives and the power of God. It, it, it is to be different so that we can have control. Like it's truthfully not us. It's the spirit of God in us. Yeah. There's something that
2: you've said often is like, we have more say, we have more control in these Mm -hmm. areas. Mm -hmm. But again, when people start saying, well, how do I, what do I do? Like, how do I take control? I think that there's one little tiny thing that's actually not so little and tiny, but very few people are doing it. And I actually got convicted because I was listening to a song, um, Elevation Worship, just put out a song not long ago called Quiet. And it's like, I'll just be quiet. I will sit here with you in the silence. And I'm like, we are afraid of quiet. Mm. We're afraid of silence. We are afraid of solitude. We are afraid of stillness. And yet what does Jesus model again and again and again in the gospels? He got away and he got quiet.
1: Mm-hmm. He got
2: away to spend time with God. And, I, and we don't think enough about why that's so significant, because if there was anyone, <laughs> any human who didn't need to get away with God because oh, they were God, <laughs> yeah. it's Jesus. But in his humanity, he recognized the need to get away from the noise to get away from the people, to get away. From, he was, he got away from doing really good things like healing people. Mm-hmm. He walked away from really good things like preaching the gospel. He walked away from really good like things. When we say, when we think we're the saying best no thing,
0: yeah. to good things, like that mm-hmm. kind of They couldn't do down. that without me. No, they could. He, <laughs> you know, he didn't heal everybody. Mm-hmm. He said
2: no. And what? what did he sacrifice those really good things for? quiet and stillness mm-hmm. and solitude so before God mm-hmm. and so if people are like what's the book I need to read or what's the person I need to follow? maybe tomorrow you should just start with finding five minutes of quiet mm-hmm. you know it's great that you're not on your phone but are you quiet mm-hmm. is your mind you feeling yourself? is your mind quiet yeah. or are you like I'm, I'm not on my phone but I'm thinking about what I'm gonna do next or when I get on it or I'm thinking or I'm, I'm having a conversation can you just can you just be quiet? And for me, acknowledging that I'm uncomfortable with silence makes me dig deeper into why, why Why don't I want, why am I not okay alone? Right now I'm like, I don't think
1: I could do five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing, and this isn't to toot my own horn. It's really been hard. Um, Like this year I'm like prayer. Like that is, I I feel like sometimes for me, I treat God like an Instagram story. I'm like, yeah, we're talking all day long, but that's like the equivalent of, hey, Tammy, I told you this was going on because didn't you see it on my story? Yeah, I know yeah, you follow yeah. me. But I'm not like actually bringing you oh, I know it to you, you follow me. That really puts it into perspective. <laughs> it's like I double tapped it. Right. So. yeah. So I know you saw it, but I think like that's something that I'm like, oh, I want to I want to change that, and the only mm-hmm. way to change that is like being still. And so like my first 30 minutes of the day, I've been just walking and that's even been hard for me cuz I'm like let's run, like let's sweat, you know. And it's just like no, like actually physically slowing my body down mm-hmm. and it has made like a huge difference for me. Like I was like just January, but I'm it's February and I'm still doing it. Yeah. And it's been like so tough but yep. also like so, so, so rewarding. I can be quiet,
2: like not speaking because I'm found by myself. Who am I talking to? But getting my than. mind to be quiet is so difficult. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I think yeah. It yeah. is so hard. I like, start
0: having all the fights all the I thoughts. didn't have
2: in real life. <laughs> I start picking up my phone to do the things that, oh, I'm glad in this moment. Now I'm remembering all the things I haven't done yet. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it's It's a trap. It, <laughs> it's a trap that we can't be quiet.
0: What we want for you guys to, to to say is no one else out there. I mean, you probably have friends and family that really, really care about your emotional health because they love you mm-hmm. to death, but they can't fix it for you. Yeah, They can't get, keep it for you. And so I think as we're growing as women who love God and want to be the best versions of who he created us to be, we can't ignore mm-hmm. The gatekeeping of our emotional health.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's our responsibility. And at the end of the day, I think when we do, you know, stand before God and He says, Hey, what did you do with this life? I think the boundaries that we keep will recognize were the blessings that He actually gave us mm-hmm. oh, because. Yeah. When we see boundaries as blessings, we we don't um, we don't balk at them, we don't fight them. As much as we stay, we we look to stay inside of them because we know we're better and we're safer. And so many times in our lives, God is saying, "For your emotional health." You need this boundary. Stop fighting me. Stop chasing that thing that I've removed from your mm-hmm. life. Stop going down that path. It's danger. It's destruction. It's death. Stay over here because over here is where it's safe for you. And we look at a little kid and go, come on, don't you? But, like stop running in the street. Right, but we're so often, how many women are running back to toxic relationships? Wow. And God's like, I took that straight out of your life. Whoa! But you must want to die. You must want to go there be to die. With-
0: Men like love relationships, or it can be in friendships. for sure.
2: When he's Mm -hmm. saying, "But I've given you a boundary. I've given you a place to say it's safe over here. So stop chasing destruction," Mm -hmm. and and we need to look at it that way. We don't need to look at it like, "Well, I can choose God's boundaries or not, and either way, it's okay." No, you you actually won't be okay. You you can self-destruct sooner or later, and you
0: you might not correlate why, but it. Yep, yeah. but it, it will get you well.
1: well the I think even, too, the big perspective for you guys, like you, I mean, obviously you mentioned, not me, that you guys are older than me. So you've seen like, yep, I tried the mm-hmm. other and it failed. Mm-hmm. I think to a lot of people my age and in their young 20s, like we so badly want God to work in us, but we're not patient to see the work happen. Mm-hmm. And everything- Or you want to
0: skip, uh, what I skip see it. and what I did is I wanted to skip the pain and just get the progress. Yeah. Yeah. And it just didn't work- that way. I, 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 all of my painful things came from all of my progress came from the pain. pain, Yeah. Yeah. So I love this conversation and we're going to continue it next week, um, on gatekeeping. But again, when you turn this off today, spend some time being real with yourself about what are some areas, um, and maybe your, your mental health is great. Maybe you're a mess right now. The truth is that's going to be an ebb and flow for mm-hmm. all of us to different degrees. Um, but what are some things that you can do and, and some areas you need to get real that maybe you haven't been taking responsibility for your own mental health and that you can um, kind of swing back and get that into yeah. right perspective. So we love you guys and we are just so glad to be having this really real
3: conversation. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Cultivate Podcast. If you were encouraged by what you heard today, we kindly ask you to share this episode through Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Then, tell a friend. We'd love our conversation to help you start your own. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave a review. We love hearing what you think and we know others will too. Cultivate Women exists to help women like you grow spiritually wise in a community of kindness. If you attend Sandals Church, join us as we live out what we're learning on the weekends by using our weekly reflection guide. This is written by women for women so that you can cultivate the truth of God's word into your life. Find it every Monday at cultivate.sc discussion. You can keep up to date on all things Cultivate by following Cultivate Women on Instagram and Facebook or by visiting our website at cultivate.sc. Because Cultivate is just one piece of the ministry at Sandals Church, be sure to find our current and archived sermons from Pastor Matt Brown at sandalschurch.tv or go to sandalschurch.com to visit a campus near you. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Debrief Podcast, where Pastor Matt is giving real answers to tough questions from the Bible. Find it at debrief.show or wherever you find your podcasts. Friends, until we meet again, here or in person, remember cultivate kindness.